Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 29 of Revelation chapter 21. And we're going to be reading from verse 13 through 17. On the east, three gates. On the north, three gates. On the south, three gates. And on the west, three gates. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and in them the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. And he that talked with me had a golden reed, to measure the city, and the gates thereof, and the wall thereof. And the city lieth four square, and the length is as large as the breadth. And he measured the city with the reed, twelve thousand furlongs. The length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. And he measured the wall thereof, a hundred and forty and four cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of the angel. And I'll stop reading there. Now we're uh, continuing along, um, marveling at God's wonderful description of the holy city, Jerusalem, which is comprised of everyone that he has ever saved out of all the world's history. Every saint, every child of God that we read about in the Bible, and all those that were saved um, in in the time after the Bible was completed, and at any point in time, are included in this description. Each one that God has cleansed and made pure and holy and righteous through the blood of Christ, the Lord Jesus giving his life from the foundation of the world, is uh, being uh, spoken of in this language of this glorious city, the city with 12 gates and the city that had 12 foundations and the city that in them had the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb and and so forth. And we saw in our last study that the one of the seven angels who would be a reference to the Lord Jesus Christ who is of the body of believers, has the reed, a golden reed, to measure the city. And and the reed relates to the word of God that that is the measuring um, tool that, that God gives for determining um, the measurements of the elect, and it is the word of God also that has saved the elect and made them a part of the city. And in our last Bible study, we saw that the city in verse 16 lieth four square, or that is there, there is four corners. It has four quarters. And this is speaking of the city itself. So if you were to somehow view this city on a map, it would be four square. And uh, uh, the Lord Jesus, with his golden reed, measured the city 
12,000 furlongs. And then we're told the length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. So, since it's four square, um, you, you could draw a square. And for the breadth of uh, one direction, 12,000 furlongs. And the breadth of the other direction, 12,000 furlongs. And then 12,000 furlongs in length in both directions. And from the book of Ezekiel, we saw that uh, as God uh, spoke of 4,500 measures in the north and 4,500 in the south and 4,500 in the east and the west, and, and then God added them up round about. And God did the math, and he gave us the number 18,000 measures in Ezekiel chapter 48. Well, that gives us the the right to add up the furlongs that are uh, making up this city, or that God says uh, this is the measurement of the city. It's 12,000 furlongs, and breadth and length are equal. You could... Write a little square on a piece of paper. Just put 12 above and below and left to right. And then times 4, and we get 48,000 furlongs. Broken down would be 3 times 10 times 1,600. And the number 3 points to purpose. The number 10 to completeness. And 1,600 can also itself be broken down to 40 times 40. And, and we could look at it that way. But I, I like to leave it at that because it instantly, um, connects with our present situation as we realize that from May 21, 2011 until October 7th, 2015 is 1,600 days. And God speaks of it as furlongs in Revelation chapter 14. And uh, in Revelation 14, as God gives um, details of Judgment Day, which the Bible locks in as May 21, 2011, and in the discussion of harvest from verses 14 through 20, in the concluding verse, verse 20, the Lord speaks of treading the winepress of the unsaved and their blood comes out of the winepress. And the Bible indicates in Leviticus 17, the life is in the blood and it flows forth by the space of 1,600 furlongs and then it stops to flow and it ceases to flow. And we have understood that to mean 1,600 days from the date of beginning of judgment, when God began to uh, press the life out of the unsafe people of the earth spiritually, and and uh, their life though uh, is still in them as they still live physically, and and uh, the blood flow points to it coming to an end. That is their their physical life with a literal destruction of the world comes to an end very likely on the date of October 7th, 2015 
and uh, and that would be the ten thousandth overall day of judgment since judgment began at the house of God on May 21, 1988. And, and in 10,000, you have completeness. So we, we find that October 7th has the number 10,000, which is completeness. And actually, 10 times 10 times 10 times 10. Uh, 10 to the fourth power for the universal completeness of the judgment and also the number 1640 times 40 it, it concludes on the same day and and so that day is the 10,000th day it's the 1600th day and it would be the day of the uh, completion of God's salvation program for this world for the city of God it it would be the day that God takes all the elect that are presently living on the earth, if we're correct, the great multitude, and he lifts them up in the rapture and they receive their new resurrected spiritual bodies and God also resurrects all the the elect that have physically died and they receive their new resurrected spiritual bodies and the city of God that we're reading of in Revelation 21 is formed. And remember, that's how this chapter began back in Revelation 21. Verse 1, I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And and then, after God speaks of some wonderful things of uh, wipe away all tears and no more death and dwelling with his people. He goes into a discussion of heavenly Jerusalem, which comes down. It, 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 it takes effect. It goes into actuality on the date the world passes away or at the time the world ends, the new earth begins, and that is when the uh, collection, the body of Christ, the heavenly city comes into view in its fullness and completeness. And, and so um, it's, it's not surprising that we're finding the dimensions of the city measured in furlongs and a breakdown of the furlongs that God gives us when we measure it roundabout brings us these numbers. Three, the point to the purpose of God. Ten, to the completeness of what's in view. And 1600, pointing to uh, the very day that we've been looking at uh, all along October 7th in this year, in, in just a few months, in 2015. All right, well, we're going to move on to verse 17, which says, And he measured the wall thereof 144 cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of the angel. Now, once again, it says, the measure of a man. And we know that this is one of the seven angels and that God identifies the seven angels back in 
Revelation 15, they're clothed with pure and fine white linen. Chapter 16, they begin the process of pouring out the vials. They are the true believers, men. And yet, uh, they're indwelt by the Spirit of Christ. So he is among them, one of them. We are one in him and he in us, uh, the Bible tells us. And he is the one that is moving within them to do and will of his own good pleasure. And, and therefore, whatever we do, he does. Uh, just as we read in the Bible, how beautiful are the feet of them that bring glad tidings of good news during the day of salvation. And we also read almost an identical verse, except it says how beautiful are the feet of him. And, and because he worked through his people. Well, God is speaking of one of the seven angels, and uh, due to the language we're finding here, it must be Christ, because he, uh, no, no elect individual has this kind of wisdom and authority and power as we're reading, uh, that, that, uh, this one of the seven angels possesses. And he measured the wall thereof a hundred and forty and four cubits. And keep in mind that um, when we read about a wall in the Bible, God relates it to salvation, which fits everything we've been uh, seeing in this chapter. In Isaiah 26, it says... In verse 1, at the last part of the verse, uh, we have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks. See, we have a strong city. It's, yes, indeed a strong city. It's a city which cannot be shaken, uh, whose builder and maker is God. We read in Hebrews 11 and Hebrews 12 tells us, it's an eternal habitation that will not be shaken. An eternal kingdom cannot be removed. And so it's a very strong city, and its walls are salvation. You know, um, in, uh, in the Bible, when we read of cities, especially in the Old Testament, as there were uh, many battles that God records, uh, for instance, the walls of Jericho came falling down, which opened up the city to destruction. Because the protection of a city in the Old Testament and through much of history was the strength of its walls and and the height of its walls, especially. Because if you had a wall, that's fine, but if uh, anyone could climb over it, well, it didn't offer much protection. But if you have a great and high wall, as Jericho had, Jericho had very strong and powerful walls, then you have um, safety and protection against enemies that will attack you. Of course, there is no protection against the power of God, and God caused their walls to fall flat 13 times around the city, which, by the way, spiritually helps us to understand 
the nature of God's judgment at the end of the world, as the number 13 points to 13,000 years, and that's exactly when God began judging the churches, and in the year 1988, that was the 13,000th year of Earth's history, and it was in May 21, 1988, judgment began at the house of God, and the moment, on May 21, 1988, the day before Pentecost, the moment the Holy Spirit departed out of the midst of the church, what happened to their walls? They fell. They they crumbled. And Satan entered in because there was no protection for the churches and congregations of the world. And he took his seat. And And the church lost all salvation. They had no walls of salvation any longer. Well, what happened on May 21, 2011, 23 years later, the identical thing. Uh, So I think in uh, that passage in Joshua, after 13 times around, the walls come tumbling down. It's a dual meaning pointing to the character of God's judgment first on the church and then on the world is the removal of salvation. They have no walls which leaves them open to destruction. And spiritually, it relates to the removal of God's salvation. But when God speaks of New Jerusalem of that holy city, uh, he he tells us the walls uh, equal salvation. And our walls will stand forever because the promise of God to his people is eternal life, eternal salvation. That's our eternal inheritance that God has declared and he cannot lie. He has spoken that word that cannot be altered or changed. And he is the essence of faithfulness. And therefore, it will come to pass that which he has spoken. And that means that the walls of the city are as solid as anything could be. We have a strong city whose walls are salvation. And the walls, according to Revelation 21.17, the wall measured is 140 and 4 cubits. 144 cubits. Now, it's interesting that God here is uh, not speaking of, of the length or the breadth or the height of the wall. He just says there are 144 cubits. And and therefore, we're not sure uh, what to apply that to. Is it 144 in uh, breadth or, or height or exactly what? All we know is that's the number God has assigned to the wall. The wall. And of course, though, we would understand that to be walls of salvation because of the gates. As we read of the city, there's 12 gates, three uh, on each point of the compass, north, south, east, west. And if you have gates, you have to have walls that they're attached to. 
No sense having a gate to the city if there's no wall um, surrounding it. And since the wall, the gates are on on uh, four sides, uh, and the city lieth four square, we would be fine, I think, to say that it has walls round about, and and the wall singular is 144 cubits, and also the walls, as the Bible does speak of walls plural of salvation would each be 144 cubits, and that would give us um, the, the total uh, ratio or, or total uh, roundabout cubits of 576, which would be 4 times 144, and that uh, breaks down to 2 times 2 times 12 times 12. It, it, it doesn't show us really anything we haven't seen already, but the, the 144 we know breaks down to 12 times 12 as 12 points to fullness. And this is super fullness, 144. And God has used 144 a couple of times earlier in the book of Revelation. Uh, if we go back to Revelation 7, it tells us in verse 3, um, speaking of sealing the servants of God in their foreheads, and that would identify with salvation. And then in verse 4, And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel. And it continues to tell us 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes. And, and then remember, it says, After that I beheld and lo a great multitude. And and we understood correctly the 144,000 of the children of Israel, the 12 tribes, 12 times 12,000, were picturing all those God saved out of the churches during the church age. And it was confirmed in Revelation 14, verse 1. And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Sion, and with him a hundred forty and four thousand, having his father's name written in their foreheads, just like Revelation seven spoke of uh, sealing them in their foreheads. And then it says in verse three, and they sung as it were a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders, and no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty and four thousand which were redeemed from the earth. These are they, which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb, whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits unto God and to the Lamb. And that's the, the key identification word God applies to 144,000, their first fruits. And we're, we won't get into it. We've discussed it before. In the Bible, God speaks of the early rain, which relates to the church age. It, it began to fall on Pentecost in 33 AD and continued to fall for 1955 years until the day before Pentecost, before the church age could be renewed for another year, May 21, 1988. 1955 years later, 
the church age ended, the early rain ended, the first fruits had been saved. The 144,000 points to the completeness of the fullness of believers saved out of the church age. Then going back to uh, Revelation 7, after that, I saw a great multitude, and that would be all of God's elect, uh, many more than were saved during the church age, all of God's elect saved in the little season, the second part of the great tribulation period, when the latter rain began to fall. And and so here in Revelation 21, we don't read the walls 144,000, but 144 cubits. And the 144,000 is a number assigned to the first fruits as, as the 12 times 12 points to the fullness and completeness of all those saved during the church age. But here, the wall is salvation, and it's pointing to the fullness of all those God has saved, uh, because that's what's in view in this chapter. And, and so the Lord uses the number 12. That is the number the Bible uses for fullness. 12 tribes of Israel, 12 apostles, and or multiples of 12. 24 elders, um, 144 cubits. 12 times 12 equals 144 points to all the Old Testament saints and all the New Testament saints. Everyone that has ever been saved has come together in the wall of salvation. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.